We're going to be posting a after show every other week going forward, where we'll be talking about our last week's episode. These were originally going to be our Patreon episodes, but we've decided to make these part of our regular show. They have a lot of good conversations happening in them, and I think everyone should hear them. Instead, for our Patreon, we're going to be doing exclusive episodes where we're just going to be cooking recipes that our Patreon suggests. So if there's a recipe you'd like us to cook, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash Chef. Thanks. We're cooking up some recipes, gonna give them a spin. If you're messing with Top Rope Chefs, you can never win. Whoa. We're leaving you in the kitchen, wishing you were beaten, battered, and fried. And we'll be cooking up some main dishes to search and yummy things on the side. Can you take the heat? 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 My name is Bradley Jones. I'm with Jacqueline Mailer. We're going to talk about the stuff we Nope. Jacqueline Maynard. Jacqueline Maynard. I'm with Jacqueline Maynard. It's pretty new. It's new to me. It's new. It's new to me. Jacqueline M. is is stayed the same. I can just go with that. M-A-Y. Mm-hmm. Jacqueline May. Nard. <laughs> you, were you, just, you were just asking me something, Jacqueline. Uh, what have you made this week? So I have personally made, other than the stuff for our podcast, let me think. Um... I made, did I make some sort of soup? Did I make a chili? I made some sort of food on Sunday, because usually Sunday is the only <laughs> time I can cook like a good meal. Was it a pizza? It might have been a pizza. I usually do cook pizza on Sundays. But uh, I think it was something else. And it was just as, it was a pizza. I made, so I was telling you about that yum sauce that I came across when I was on my trip Yeah, to yum yum sauce. So I made a a gyro pizza with the yum sauce and delicious herbs and i used onion gyro peppers and at the end of it i put cucumber on top of it just to get that full-on tzatziki gyro flavor yeah like a refreshing bite at the end and it was so good it was great (laughs) did you have feta really good i did have feta feta was in place of the mozzarella sure okay Mm -hmm. and i did cut up a tomato too yeah, that sounds really good. I like to use diced tomato. I've kind of stopped using pizza sauce altogether. I just cut up a nice tomato. But you cut it yourself, not even canned diced. Sometimes I'll use a canned diced. If I can get an heirloom tomato or a good tomato at the grocery store that week, I'll use that. But I forget, what is it called? It's called, there's some sort of pizza that you get that's just essentially just like the diced tomato. I'm forgetting the name of it margarita? right now. Margarita? But since this is the page right now, but not margarita, um... Pizza with um, I I forget I I'll I'll try to remember what it is but it t- it's basically just a delicious Italian style pizza that doesn't have cheese on it. Okay. Oh no cheese at all. Nope. So for all you vegan people out there, I just say don't use fake cheese. Just don't use any cheese. Just make pizza without cheese. It's great. For our uh, our Drew Drews Drews for a Draws pizza. He's the worst. Next um, week, whatever his name is, his pizza. I am going to be using an almond cheese. Okay. I didn't even look at the recipe yet. Am I, am I in for for a treat of some kind? Uh, you're, so the Brad has made me a Brad's barbecue pizza that is phenomenal. Or Brad's chicken barbecue pizza, I want to say. Yes. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Draws's pizza. It really pains me to even say his name. He's just, he's awful. If you get this book, look up his page. He's the worst. Is he the one who's dead? He had a, he's a paraplegic, or quadriplegic, rather. <gasps> he had an in-ring injury. <laughs> yeah, so the photo of him, 
we'll talk about it on the episode, but we're going to, we got, we, I mean, we have to talk about it now. Do you remember in the early 2000s when people were wearing velvet Mad Hatter hats? This was a thing. His tattoos are probably the most generic things I've ever seen in my life. They're just weird barbed wire. I'll say this again in the other, in the next episode, but they look like the weapons you buy in like a mall, like kiosk. He's <laughs> so stupid, and he has like a penis one that pokes out through his pants that matches velvet. <laughs> Let's <laughs> do what? So I have to, I'm going to end up eating a Pillsbury pizza dough, which I'm not excited about because I've gotten my pizza dough recipe almost down to a science now. But everything else seems like food, chicken breasts and peppers. I mean, this should be good. Cheddar cheese, that's exciting. That, I think the cheddar cheese is the fun little twist on this. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Mine's going to be better. We will see. I doubt that because I'm going to be using real cheese and you're going to be using almond cheese. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Jacqueline, what did you cook this week? I made, well, today, I'm going to plug my friend's wedding. Uh, my friends, some of my best friends are getting married tomorrow. So if you want to go to her friend's wedding, here's your opportunity. She's plugging it on the podcast. <laughs> Saturday, 10 7 and like Anne, I made a carrot cake wedding cake with some real cream cheese broth. That's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. I'm really excited. From this recording. Yes. So none of you can come, but... It was a great time, and you wish you would have been there. Uh, Carrot cake. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. What kind of frosting do you use for that thing? Oh, real cream cheese. Organic cream cheese. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, yeah, baby. So thick. It, this cake weighed like 15 pounds. It was huge. T-H-I-C-C thick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking you shredded the carrot, made everything from scratch. Everything. Flour, 100%. Sugar. Did you have to make it uh, vegetarian or vegan in any way? Did you have to like not use eggs? Or... I did make a vegan cake only because our vegan recipe has allspice in it, and our regular carrot cake recipe is uh, nonsense. It it only has cinnamon and it has lemon. It just is so far. The vegan one is the best. It's the most requested, so I made them that one. But I used real oh, milk, yeah. so it's not vegan, actually. I didn't use coconut milk or almond milk or nonsense like that. Yeah, I feel like using not using milk is an easy one to get around. Not using eggs seems like one of the hardest things to do when you're trying to cook desserts. Yeah, this recipe but didn't have wrong. eggs at all, though. It had, I mean, good. the flour holds it together, so you don't really need the eggs. I recently had some eggless cookies, and they were they were all right. What kind? But I, they were peanut butter. So okay, that's easy get to get with, around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can just mash up peanut butter and flour and so stuff thick. and a good cookie. But I doubt you can. So thick. So C H I C C. But how do you get how do you get around making like vegan chocolate chip cookies that don't taste like a butt? Uh, we don't make <laughs> vegan chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, is it not possible? Uh, I mean, our so our vegan we have vegan peanut butter cookies, and they just don't have eggs, and we use like yeah, I could see just doing like the peanut butter chocolate chip and just getting around the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the so we have a vegan chocolate cherry cookie we also have a okay let me let me backtrack we have a vegan and gluten-free double chocolate cookie that is one of our best sellers it is uh unsweetened did i have that one when we were on vacation in grand haven no no yes if it was a brown Maybe. one with chocolate chips you had it i feel like i might have. you probably did it's really good um it's uh, sunflower butter instead of peanut butter because of allergens. Um, unsweetened cocoa powder, aquafaba, which is the liquid from a can of chickpeas. That is the egg replacer, which makes it vegan. Oh. 
And then you got baking soda and some salt, some chocolate chips, and coconut sugar. So you didn't even have real sugar. But it's so goddamn good, and that's our best-selling cookie. So I would eat that cookie. And you don't even know. Unless you read the ingredients, you wouldn't know. Oh, you didn't know. It's still a wrestling You better call somebody. Oh, you didn't know. Your ass better call somebody! I feel like you can get away with vegan and vegetarian desserts, and people are like, oh my god, I can't believe it's vegan or vegetarian. But it's like, well, I just changed one thing, and it's all you need, and it's so good. Also, people get really hung up. Like, we have our pies are all labeled as vegan because they are, because... We don't use butter in our But pie they have crust. like an insect in them, like a, a red color dye that's made from a beetle. We're going to have another episode maybe where I get on about <laughs> cricket flour because why not use cricket flour? It's ground up and it's just protein and you can't tell the difference. Can I buy it right now? Can buy it right now. Not at my store, but you can buy it online. It's super smart and super good and super healthy because it's flour. It's, it's filled with protein. It's full of protein, and it's not like meat and pigs that are raised in sad, horrible environments and antibiotics, and if you want to go look this up, look it up, and like, it's the most depressing thing I've ever seen. Would you pull a Big Boss Man Al Snow switcheroo by feeding someone cricket powder and then later telling them that it was cricket powder, or would you be upfront about it? No, I would not. There's no reason to be. I thought you were going to say and feed someone their own dog. No, I would no, not no, do no. that. Just, just. Pull a onesie twosie where they're like, oh, this tastes really good. What did you use? And you're just like, cricket. <laughs> if I ever get an opportunity to to buy cricket powder on the cheap. Flour. I, cricket, cricket flour or powder, whatever. Which else? I will feed it to you and I won't tell you until after you've eaten it and told me how good the food is. Mm. What if I don't like it though? And you'd be like, oh, well, there's crickets in it. It's like, oh, that's why I didn't like it because they had crickets. <laughs> I'll just keep doing it until I find a recipe you like with it and then I'll tell you. <laughs> I won't tell you about the failures. Cricket flour is available on Amazon. Related other things are or, or, or organic green banana flour. Have you heard of such a thing? No, but it sounds like an anti-cancer thing. Sweet which is really potato annoying. flour. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm not into it. Cassava flour. I don't even know what a cassava is. It's like a Polynesian like root vegetable, I think. Like a taro. Cassava. Cassava. S-S-O-V-A. I've never heard it until just now. It's in like those those chips. Terra chips. They're like different vegetable chips. It's one of those. Wait, I think I can get six pounds of... Oh, no, this is to feed crickets. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> you want to eat them, not feed them. Uh, designed to gut load crickets. So you oh. give this to crickets to fatten them up. <laughs> gut load is the grossest <laughs> verb I think I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Would you ever have a cricket farm in your backyard, like how people have honeybees? Yes. Would you, so... have, would you have crickets just to ground up into flour? In my, uh, my friends, hashtag Caitlin and Bill. Who are getting married this weekend who I made their wedding cake for. Their mm-hmm. idea, no one's listening to this, so it's okay. They want to do like a cricket farm where like they'll have different pens of crickets and certain crickets will only be fed organic apples and certain crickets will be like this pen, separate pen will be fed organic compost and like different things. So it'll be like a specialty organic kind of deal. And I think that would sell really well. And also they make pasta with 
cricket flour. Crickets. Yeah. I mean, I'm into eating crickets. I just don't know if it would be better. I wouldn't want to eat a I whole would not cricket. Flour. Because like I don't want to. Cheaper. It. Okay. The flour would be, but the protein from the cricket, as opposed to the cro- protein or the protein, whatever. The protein. <laughs> from your cricket protein is forever now known as protein. Or it's crow protein. It's cheaper and more humane than like your pigs that are in horrible conditions, or your cows, or your, God forbid, you eat veal or. You know, whatever. Forbid. Don't eat veal. It's sad. Veal makes me sad. It's yeah. so sad. There's no recipes in our book that have veal in it, are there? There's one, and I uh, just don't do it. I don't want you to do it. I'm not going to we'll do, do it. it. We'll do it as our last one, maybe. We'll hold that one in hostage. I mean, I'd rather do 10 Chris Benoit recipes than do one veal recipe. Whoa. That is a, that is saying a lot. It is. So I can just buy cricket flour. I wonder if I've eaten cricket flour. Has it got snuck into anything that I've eaten? I don't think so. I think they'd make a show of it. I could see myself eating crickets. I mean, why? It's just I mean, protein, so it makes you feel more full and it's better for you. So just eat I, fucking cricket, like I the mean, Chinese I, do it. Yeah, I mean, if it tastes good, I'm. It doesn't for it. taste like want, anything. I, it doesn't taste different at all. That's the benefit of it. You just eat it. I want the thing that tastes good, and if it doesn't taste like anything, and I can just add hot sauce or any other kind of flavoring to a thing, I guess that's fine. Is it? It's just like a material that binds and holds things together, acts as flour access something else i I think it's mixed in with flour because the flour is the binder and the holder together i see which is what binds well this one said 100 percent crickets is it lying to me oh that's weird that's probably like a more like a protein powder like you add it to a morning smoothie or something i see which is not a substitute for breakfast i'm on record is that is there a smell to it is there a smell to the cricket power i've not eaten it yet i'm i didn't know you could buy it though so i'm anxiously going to buy it because i just got paid today all right. <laughs> um, also this week, I made sushi with avocado and kimchi and cucumber and some salmon with spicy mayo. That was really good. And if you're not making your own sushi, you should. You can also I... add cricket powder to your salmon spicy mayo mush zhuzh. I just got the correct kind of rice to make sushi, which is the ca- the Calros rice. Well, it's like if there's a specific... You don't want to use jasmine. You don't want to use basmati. You want to use the package that has the rose on it, which I find, which I didn't really know. I mean, there's probably other kinds to use, but the the botan, I think, is the brand of the rice. I just went to the Asian, it's called Manila, or it was. Maybe now it's called Traverse City Asian Market. But I went to the Asian Market, and I bought what said sushi rice. There you I go. So if it has it labeled <laughs> there, go ahead and do it it's short but grain I, and super sticky the first time i made sushi i definitely used the wrong kind of rice it ended up just being a delicious sushi bowl which is fine because the ingredients good. outside if it's not rolled if you fail at making sushi you're not going to ruin it because you can just eat whatever falls apart or what you did yeah Doesn't so matter. good and we're gonna run out of fish soon so just eat all the sushi you can because we won't have it in wait a few more what years. what do you mean we're gonna run out of fish in like 20 years it's gonna be all gone so eat as much of it as you can we're overfishing like crazy so We'll have to start eating cricket sushi. It'll have to happen, I guess. I mean, it won't be the worst. Better than beef sushi. So, do you leave your rice overnight, or do you, like, what's your preferred way of preparing your sushi rice? I cook it in the rice maker that you recently Uh bought me, because I can't Uh use not that anymore. And Isn't that, like, the greatest invention, the rice cooker? I don't know how I live without it. <laughs> I didn't know how either. I bought one maybe, like, five years ago. You can cook so many things in it. You can cook barley, quinoa, anything you want that's a grain. Put it in the rice cooker, and you got a great... I've cooked quinoa. I've cooked lentils. I've cooked 
various styles of rice. I don't know what I was doing without it. I was wasting my time. It's so easy to clean, too. Like, none of the rice will stick to the thing. Unbelievable. Set it and forget it. Unbelievable. Set it and forget it. That's the thing. <laughs> like a Jack Milan. I don't know. Uh, so I do that, and as soon as it's not burning hot where I can touch it with my fingers, like I run my fingers under cold water till the, like, sticky rice starts to stick to my fingers. But as soon as I can touch it, I make sushi because I'm usually not that, like, patient ahead. Yeah. Patient. Would you rather have it, like, cold overnight in the fridge, or do you think it would lose its I like it warm because I like it. I like it warm. Well, you can't go to a restaurant and eat like warm sushi, right? <laughs> no. So it's just like, I would want it how it would be. But since I make this yum sauce, I want to make some sushi and I want to put some yum sauce. So tell us it. about this yum sauce, Brad. Well, I, I get the ingredients on the last episode of the Patreon episode. Um, you can go back and listen to it if you want to. But it's just, it's it basically the main things are garbanzo beans and tofu. And it's just like a delicious hummus consistent, consistency of a sauce. Which I used on my pizza. It's that personal. sounds really good. Do you put kimchi yeah. on your pizza? I didn't put it on that. I, that was that was specifically a Mediterranean chicken oh. pizza. I'd probably have to do like an Asian themed Asian fusion. Pizza. That's a word yeah. from like the nineties. There it is. We could work that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I maybe do. I maybe would do like a sushi pizza, even with like salmon and kimchi and wasabi. Kimchi's and so good. Sauce. Kimchi's hot right now. It's like that fermented food fad that's going on right now. So I would recommend everyone to try kimchi, but never to make it. No. It is so hard to make, and if you screw it up, you can die. So just buy oh, it. Oh, I didn't buy know kimchi. that. I didn't know you could die, but it does like destroy it, at least a room of your house. It smells so gross. It smells so gross. Just go to the store. It's in every supermarket now. It, like It did explode. You can find it. Pretty much anywhere you want to. My Japanese coworker told me that you never make it unless you have a separate fridge that is strictly for kimchi. Never make kimchi. Just buy it. Just buy it. If it's you, not that expensive. Yeah. It's like eight bucks. It's like one of the most cost-effective things you can buy and not make for yourself. And if you can patron your local Asian market store, all the better because they use fish sauce and it tastes so different, so vastly different, so much better. Use that. I go to an Asian market and they do have their own brand of stuff sometimes. I'm a little weary of it. So I worked at Gordon Food Service for maybe <laughs> two, three years. So I've been obsessed with like the expiration dates of food. And if a food <laughs> in a store doesn't have an expiration date on it, I will just not buy it. I just won't I just won't do it. If I if I look at like a, a sometimes a yogurt like won't have a date printed on it or something won't have a date printed on it a cottage cheese container notoriously like because they they'll do that like the electronic date or whatever on it i just don't buy it i'm so obsessed with expirations of food interesting at my job as soon as food goes out of date we have like a free table and they'll just put it there and i take it all the time even if it's days out of date if the cheese is moldy you just cut the, the mold off and you eat the cheese so I'm okay with eating it, but I'm not okay with purchasing things without a date on it. Okay. I need to know. I need to know what the date of it was. Okay. Like I'll eat like a ten day, ten day old yogurt or sour cream. Like sour cream, you can I. I mean, I mean I can it's sour already. It like right. So what are you? You're just making it better. It's like a fine wine, just letting it age. Right. Getting that mold <laughs> on your fridge. <laughs> if it smells bad or if it's green, you know what to do. You know, it away, builds your immune I need system. The date. It builds your immune system, worse to worse. Probiotics and prebiotics in that Yeah, mold? those are words that are buzzwords right now. <laughs> I've got goat milk in my fridge that's expired a week, and I'm I'm eating it tonight. That seems fine. That Yeah, I mean, I think you can go, I think like 10 days is the max that I would ever push something. I've eaten the eggs I'm... that were three months expired, and I was fine. 
certain eggs you can eat that long. You know, if they come out of a chicken, like fresh out of a chicken, you can keep eggs a long time. You don't even have to refrigerate them. What eggs are you eating that don't come out of a chicken? I mean, directly out of a chicken, not <laughs> washed off. Like this, the second, like you wash an egg, yeah, and you get you take the bloom off of it. Did we talk about this already? We didn't. I, I don't know. I feel like we didn't. Okay. Let's talk Maybe. about it again. The bloom. It's the, the bloom. crotch you, juice. You, it's crotch juice from the chicken that actually <laughs> protects the egg. It does. It's, and you don't have to leave it in the fridge. You can keep them out of the fridge for like two, three months and still be able to eat a delicious egg. But for whatever reason, when you go to the store and you buy a carton of eggs, that bloom is washed off and your eggs will go bad. Now, the eggs I'm talking about have been debloomed. Weird. Why is it always everything with vaginas has to do with flowers? Like, blooming. I don't know. You can blame that artist. What was the one that just Ooh. kept drawing vagina, like flower vaginas? Georgia <laughs> O'Keefe. Georgia O'Keefe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Georgia O'Keefe, like, reference to, like, make fun of her even more. <laughs> Georgia O'Keefe? <laughs> she <Yeah>. said. <laughs> yeah. It's like the classic, like, cause she, yeah, 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 yeah. Fabulous. Um, yeah, but the one, I've eaten those, though, even de-bloomed three months, then they're fine. They're not, like, yeah. I wouldn't use them for, like, a sponge cake, but they're fine. So put them in water, and if they sink, they're good to eat. If they f- float a little bit, they're they're still fine. If they're at the top, that's when they're bad. That's, like, the rule of thumb that I read. But Or you crack it open, and if it smells like a butthole, don't eat it. Well, that's, well, that's tricky, because if you're cracking it open to, like, cookies or something, you're going to mix it up into. That's you got to be careful. Crack that's it in true. a different pan if you're weary about it. But if you just don't care, I mean... Salmonella. It's like whatevs, right? <laughs> yeah, it's That's like a cleanse. It's a cleanse. Cleanse mm-hmm. it's, it's an entire body colon cleanse <laughs> that you don't have to pay for. People in LA pay thousands of dollars for it. So you can much get it money. For free. For free, just letting your eggs sit out on the counter and then almost dying. <laughs> We're saving you money here at Top Rope Chef. <laughs> we we are we are the penny pinchers and you are pinching your butt because it is <laughs> Exploding with E. coli. <laughs> Sphincters, everyone. <laughs> so I think that's a great note to end on, Jacqueline. Do you have anything to say? Thank you for subscribing. Obviously. Please rate us five stars on iTunes, even if you hate us. Just please do it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just do it. Yeah. If, you, if you're like, oh, I'll do it eventually, don't do it eventually. Just Take do the it time right away. Just do it. Yeah, just do it right away. Then you, don't, then you don't have to do it again. We work really hard for this. We make recipes. We watch a lot of wrestling. Like, we hate this stuff normally, but we're doing it for you guys. So Right. It's not some sort of fleecing thing that we're trying to accomplish by talking about the things that we would already talk about, but getting paid for them. Yeah, I think uh, Ghost Transporter meant fleeting, but he said fleecing. We might be fleecing sheep. You know, we'll do it all for you guys. Just give us five stars, goddammit. <laughs> Jacqueline will fleece a sheep live on air. Live on air. If, if we get over 1,000 five-star reviews on iTunes. Absolutely. Or I might just adopt a goat instead. We'll see when That'd the time comes. Well, you can adopt the sheep and then fleece it. Right? I can. Then, then you'd have the goat and then you'd have the fleece. Yeah, I might adopt it for so you and let fleece. you delve into that. Oh, well, yeah. If you have, like, recipes or, like, just joining the conversation, we have a Discord that, like, you automatically maybe even got an email or got hooked up to by joining the Patreon. Um, Jacqueline and I will ch- check that out every once in a while. Twitter's a great thing to do. Facebook's a great thing to do. Or Instagram's a great thing to do. Yeah. Also, uh, just some coming up notes for WrestleMania... Uh, Ghost Transporter and I plan to do a five-course meal, you know, in honor of the big day. So excited for that. I'm so excited. And also for uh, SummerSlam, <laughs> Brad and I are going to get SummerSlammed. <laughs> 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 there's a lot of uh, alcohol. Well, there's like three, but, 
you know. I forgot to even say, I think my my beer is kind of a high percentage alcohol. Yeah, my cider's high. I've had four, and I'm uh, I'm good. I'm lit. Toasted? What do the kids say these days? That's that's not bad. Faced? Um, yeah, buzz. I'm a face. Maybe. The face is faced. There's no percentage on mine. I feel like that's illegal. I think you have to write a percentage on your thing. <laughs> I might be drinking hooch. It's possible. Doesn't that mean vagina? Well, it could, but I mean, it could also just mean like booze. <laughs> and also cooch, I think, is more appropriate. Ah, uh, I, I think cooch can also cooch. apply. So that's it. Um, thanks. And yeah, you guys are great. Okay. Bye. Next bye. week. Bye. Next week, bye.